0: hi everyone and welcome to the november 2023 men's link midweeker proudly supported by Lenox volkswagen the statesman hotel and featuring wally rao from deacon and me men's link midweekers are all about discussing the issues facing young guys in the community each midweeker brings together people from all corners of the community business owners sports people politicians community leaders and the community to share stories about how they've been supported throughout their life. Every Midweeker features a well-known Canberran talking about their life's journey and the challenges they have overcome to get where they are today. Midweekers, they are a great way to hear inspiring stories from Canberran leaders, learn a bit about MensLink and our great work and meet old and new friends in a friendly setting. Hi, Ben Gathercole, MensLink CEO. Men's Link has been supporting young men in Canberra region for over 20 years through our free counseling, volunteer mentoring and education programs. In that time, we've helped thousands of young guys get through tough times or lonely times with the least amount of pain or harm to themselves or to those around them. We help young guys reach their full potential and become the great adult men that we want to be because we believe everything is possible. If you're a young guy who's looking for some support or you know someone who needs some support, or you're a school, head to menslink.org.au to find out more, and we hope to see you at midweeker soon. Remember, if you need help after hours, get in contact with Lifeline 131114 or visit lifeline.org.au. In this midweeker held in November 2023, we heard from Wally Rao from Deacon and Me. Wally is the accidental mentor and he helps more young guys daily than he cares to admit. His booming hello of Hey Champion is a hallmark of a visit to his cafe, Deacon and Me. Wally's coffee and cafe journey started with his parents owning and operating one of the original cafes in Petrie Plaza in the mid-60s called the Chuck Wagon. Wally learnt from his immigrant parents about the value of hard work and a friendly smile. The big step in Wally's cafe journey was moving into his own venue starting at the University of Canberra and recently he has owned EQ in Deakin and now he's back in the business at Deakin and Me. Wally's personality and kind spirit have enabled him to help many young folks, either in their first job or just a friendly greeting. Wally started off by talking about his dad who led the way into the hospitality industry for Wally and
1: whose photo hangs on the wall at Wally's cafe Deakin and Me. The first one was in Narrabunda. It's called the Kita Cafe now. It's a, the 24 7 or the cafe that opens at night for the, the people that worked at night shift and so on. So that was his first location. Cafe Roma it was called. And dad started there and obviously went on to many other cafes and takeaways and so on, always in Canberra, Queensland. Your dad's origin? Italian. Came out in the late 50s. Worked at a cafe in Rome. And the Australian ambassador was a, a frequent customer and got to know him after a while. He said, oh, you want to come to Australia? And Dad, 18, you know, heard about Australia. He goes, Yeah. The ambassador organised, you know, a, a ferry trip, a, a boat trip. And a week later, he was on the boat, 30 days, 32 days at sea, and came out, landed in Sydney, didn't know anyone, a suitcase. But he just, he was just hungry for, to make it work. Work for himself, but more to support the family back home because, you know, they, they didn't have a lot family, you know, six six brothers and sisters, he worked, you know, he, he came to Australia and, you know, many different roles and, you know, labouring in, in the sugar cane in northern, northern Queensland and the snowy at the Cooma and, and he landed in Canberra. When the, his friends from the embassy relocated back to Canberra, he made himself back, to, came back to Canberra and sort of grassroots here. The one that everyone sort of knows him from, he had a little cafe, a little takeaway at um, the old Monaro Moor, the now Canberra now back in the 80s, early 80s, was, uh, it was called the Monaro Moor, and and Dad always had this, you know, he'd go on with people pretty easy, so he was really good friends with the you know, the manager, the who used to manage the, the Monaro Moor, and so they became friends, and you know, and there was always a lot of help back in those days. Um, but, yeah, it was called the Andrews Chuckwagon. And it was a little five square metres. And they just sold from burgers to chips to donuts to just sold everything, you know. And that's where you sort of probably made a good living out of. remember those days because, yeah, we used to, you know, after school, you used to catch a bus and go and help. <laughs> help clean up and, you know, and, and peel onions and freaking do whatever jobs needed to be done. School holidays, you know, always working in the shop as well, helping out. And that's where the love affair came with hospitality, I suppose. As I said before, Dad was good friends with the with the manager who managed the mall, and, and when that whole Canberra Centre relocation was going to happen, he had to make way because where he was it was going to get demolished. So he said, "Mate, there's a good opportunity to open up a little donor shop in the what they call back then was the city markets. So that's where the Superbar Coles is now." And, and he was good friends with a, a guy that used to own a, a chain in Canberra called Puffin Donuts. And so through the, the Puffin Donut franchise, I sort of learned how to make these things. And, you know, we opened up a little shop and then from there we started doing a lot of wholesale. And then we opened up a factory out at Mitchell. We were wholesaling all around the state, really. And just, really, it was amazing where it, where it got to. But, you know, that's where it all sort of started, Yeah, the hospitality journey.
0: Next, Wally spoke about how his dad's attitude towards people rubbed off on him, and it is simply about helping people where you can.
1: Dad, you know, he was always one that always said, you know, he always acknowledge someone, you know, always say hello. It doesn't cost anything to say hello. It doesn't cost anything to be nice. I think it's just from him, you know, it was always, you know, be nice to people, always say hello to people, always shake their hands, always, you know. If they can't afford to pay for something, just give it to them, you know. That's not gonna, it's not going to cost you anything, really. You know, it might be, you know, for them, they can't eat, they can't afford it, you know. And I think they're the struggles that he had when he was when he first came over here and and you know, he was lucky enough that there was a couple of families that sort of helped him out. I think, listen to all these stories, it was, it was always in the back of my mind, you know. Yeah, and there's, yeah, sometimes people come and they, you know, they come and tap the card and the card doesn't work and, you know, all the, you know, cars declined uh, mate just fix it up tomorrow when you're coming you know you know what 10 out of 10 times they always come back
0: Wally then went on to talk about some events he's run to help people in the community with an attitude of you know what I have the ability to do that so let's help and let's get it
1: done the first one we did was Josh Birch who, who runs CrossFit 2600 you know his wife was this Beautiful young lady, you know, two kids, and they found cancer in a knee. You know, I was, what? So is that, yeah, you never hear of that, you know, you just, how's that happened? And, and it was all pretty serious, and, and, and they were going to do a trial, you know, they were, they were going to go to America and Germany where they found this, you know, that, that maybe there was a cure. And so it was all about trying to raise money, and, and, and it wasn't Josh. Josh was a guy that sort of never sort of asked for help, but all of his friends sort of rallied around and so said, come on, let's get together and do something. And, you know, back then we had, I had EQ Cafe and it was a big venue, so, it was, you know, surely fit plenty of people in there. And, you know, we sort of organised a little committee and we sort of, you know, went away and did a Friday night function. And, and you know, we you know, had all canapes and we had a lot of people donate food and drink and, mate, raised 130000 it was a huge effort, you know? and we And we did the same for, for Joe Rolfe. Joe Rolfe was a, a, a neighbour of mine where we used to live and, um, you know, his brother, you know, had the same brain cancer, brain tumour and, you know, everything sort of happened really quickly and, and same thing happened again, you know. A couple of his friends sort of, you know, said to me, you know, do you want to get involved? We heard you did that one for Josh, you know. And I said, yeah, mate, let's get together and let's do it. And same thing again, you know, it was a, you know, huge night. I think we raised like 140000 you know. It's just that, just everyone sort of chipping in. And, you know, I was lucky enough I could donate the venue and the food and, you know, and, and, and you know, a few other things that we did. But, mate, you do, you feel good the day after, you know, you do functions like that. I mean, it takes you out of you, like, you're, you're buggered, but... You thought sort of get home, you go, man, that was huge, 140,000, you know, and, and then the look on their face, you know, and I remember both families, you know, the parents the next day, you know, Joe's parents and Josh and Tam's parents, you know, they, they made the, uh, to come and see me, you know, and it was like, they're all just full of tears and, you know, this has changed our life. And, you know, and, and I said, mate, yeah, yeah, you feel good, you know. And you know what? This is, you know, six, seven years ago. They're all good friends of mine now. You know, they ring up, they send you a message at Christmas, and you know, and it's good that they remember, and it's good that you know I was able to I was, I was able to help to change their lives you now because it, you know, obviously both have passed away now, but it made a difference then, and it was good to do.
0: Well, he admits that resilience isn't something that is always top of mind for him, and there is often anxiety around making sure that everyone that comes to visit him leaves
1: happy. If someone comes to the cafe, wherever it is, or the restaurant, it's just, for me, I just want to make sure that they're served the right way, they got a nice meal, they're happy, and I just don't want, i I probably take it too far, you know, I mean, I'm a little bit too anal, and I, you know, and I just want to make sure it's always perfect, but it's I think I just, I don't want to fail. I just, not, I don't want to fail, it's probably the wrong word. But I just want to make sure the people don't leave there and say, oh, fuck, I went to Wally's Cafe and the coffee was cold or shit or fucking, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I'm an idiot, you know what I mean? Why think like that, you know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, uh, resilience is, I just want to make sure it's, it's always at a standard, you know. Our
0: midweekers are proudly supported by Lennox Volkswagen. For more than 50 years, the friendly staff at Lennox Volkswagen have been selling and servicing new and used vehicles in Canberra and the surrounding region. Throughout those 50 years, Lennox Volkswagen has been and continues to be a great supporter of the Canberra community, and that includes Men's Link. Whether you need a new SUV, passenger, camper or commercial vehicle, support those who support us visit lennartvolkswagen.com.au or head into the showroom at 150 Melrose Drive Phillip and let them know that Men's Link sent you. Well he has had an impact on a lot of people's lives and he has been a strong mentor for those who find themselves in his employment and he's really keen to help progress people's growth. He feels blessed and wants to pass the opportunities he's had and the success opportunities on to others. Having staff comes with challenges, and helping them in rough times is
1: something that is top of mind with Wally. Zach and Will, and there's you know there's a couple of others that you know that over the years has have sort of come along, and you know, I'm good friends with all of them. Yeah, you know? I mean I, I can ring up any any of them today, and you know and say mate, how you going? And you know and yeah, catch up for a beer or a drink, and and but. Uh, the thing I look at it, you know, is that probably when they're in the cafe working, you know, their work ethic, you know, what I mean, they're, they're, they're there 10 minutes early, they do the little things, they stay back and do the things that it's probably what is not part of their job. And I sort of look at that and I say, you know, I sort of latch onto that and say, okay, well, you know, let, let's bring him in as a partner or as a shareholder and, you know, let him sort of get some of these fruits that, that I've been lucky enough to experience. I mean, uh, and the cafe-ship to me personally and to my family has been, I'm very lucky. You know, I'm very blessed. I'm, I'm, I've had a great life, uh, you know, mate, all from the cafes. I, mate, I, I, and it's probably, probably that when I sold EQ, I sort of had a two, three year break. I wasn't doing a lot. And I sort of realised how much I miss it. And mate, I can meet two, three hundred people a day, different people every day. And I'm very blessed and lucky that I can do that, you know. And my kids always have a joke when we're travelling overseas or in a state that, oh, how long before Dad runs into someone that he knows, you know. <laughs> well, we are, we're, we just came back from, you know, Rome and there a guy on the street, you know, yelling my name. And you can stop and have a chat and have a drink and have dinner and, you know, he invites you out for dinner and, yeah, and, and, and you're lucky, it's lucky, it's a lucky thing to be able to do that, you know. And, and I'm very blessed, hospitality to me is, uh, is my life, yeah. But uh, anybody knows me for it, you know? But I enjoy it. So, so the, the mentoring is us uh, yep. um, at Mentoring? Yep. At the side, I call you the accidental mentoring, why we really do that. I also asked you the other day about anxiety, and you sort of looked at me blankly, but
0: we actually fleshed it out a little bit
1: And I'm not going to prompt you, but I want you to tell me how you deal with your staff when they're errors. I mean... It's exactly... and it happened today as well, you know, I mean, your staff accordingly to what you think, how busy the day is going to be, and then ends up being double that, you know. So people get flustered and, you know, staff start get, you know, getting angry or, you know, anxiety and, you know. And I always just say to them, just slow it down and just work the system. Just slow it down, just go to your, you know, go to your pace and just work the system. You know the system. Go to a table, take the order, take the coffee, bring the coffee, take the food order, and just, and then, I always say to them, look, half an hour will be all over. Just slow it down and we'll get there and we'll get there, and every time it happens, you know. We just, I just, you know, and you can see it happening. You can, I mean after thirty years of doing the bloody thing, you know. You can see these things happening and I was just I was, I was just and we get through it. You always get through it. Wally then fielded some questions from the audience. The
0: first being, how does he deal with the pressure? Because when at work, it's noted that he never really looks that flustered.
1: I always say to myself, yeah, be ten minutes ahead, you know okay, what's going to happen in 10 minutes? You know, how are we going to deal with that in 10 minutes? Now, is the kitchen ready? Is it, are there other, are are there, there's enough plates? You know, I, I think I just always visualize what's going to happen. And then it, you know, and I, th- I think it's just experience to be honest. I don't know, about flustered. <laughs> you can ask my staff. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of yelling and screaming behind the scenes, but, <laughs> but that's good that the customer doesn't see it. You know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I always, it's a little tip that sort of works for me. I just always stay ten minutes ahead. So, all right, it's, you know, quarter past twelve, and it's already busy. We're going to get hit today, so let's you know preempt what's going to happen. Let's get these things happening, and and just try and organise everyone around that. Wally was then asked what he's most proud of. In the business is, is that all, my, all the places I've had, I mean, I haven't had that many, half a dozen places that we've had, they've all been really successful. They've all, I've, I've grown them to a level that are beyond what I thought they'd reach. That's a, a proud thing. Another proud thing is that 80% of the staff that have worked for me, if I see them in the streets, they'd say hello they don't say, oh, that fucking dickhead, that boss there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of them, a lot of them would, would, you know, you, you'd sit down, have a drink with, or, the, you know, they'd say hello. And, and, um, and, you know, just this morning, actually, this morning, we got this little 14-year-old girl that works on the weekends, and she comes in. And she says, good morning, know. Yeah? And, and she'll go into the kitchen and she won't know their names or can't pronounce their names and she goes, hello, chefs, and she just does it. And when she leaves, she does the same thing. She walks into the kitchen, bye-bye, chefs, see you next week. And then mum came in today and I said to her, can, can I have a chat? And I said to her, mate, you, your daughter for a 14-year-old and there's people that work with us and, you know, rock up and can't even say good morning, you know what I mean? And I said to her, I said, for 14, I said, you've got to be proud of her because she does this and she does that. She started crying. She got really emotional, you know. She goes, I can't believe you, you've told me. You've made my day. And, and, then, and she goes, I credit a lot of that to you guys. And that was what hospitality has done to her. Because she was such a shy kid and she wouldn't say boo to anyone. And I said, yeah, that, that, I just I just thought I'd tell you because, you know, having kids and, you know myself, and yeah, you know, you, when people say, "Oh, you know, I saw your son in the street, and we had a chat," and yeah, you feel good that you brought him up that way, and and, he's, and he and he remembers the the core value of what family means and um and respect means.
0: While our guest speakers are always men, and it's an obviously strong theme at Men's Link, the next question asked about the impact Wally's his mum has had on his career.
1: Yeah, mum's the I don't know, most ethnic families is a, is the rock of the house, you know. Mum's everything, you know, mum's uh, mum's always there. Mum's uh, you know, she's an important figure, you know. And and she's my mum's she's a tough woman. Like she'll yeah, she's um she's the backbone of our family, you know. She's you know, dad dad was lucky that he met her and, and, and what she sort of you know, pushed him to do things and try new things and and I think mum always uh, we don't talk about that, you're right. We don't, we don't talk a lot about what mum does. But for me, she, she's done a lot. She's, she's the one that sort of you go to and say, I did this and I did that. And she'll say, you bloody stupid, why you do that? I don't know. You know, you, you, you know better, you've been brought up better. And you know she still loves it, you know. She, you know, it doesn't matter what you did, she's always got your back. The final question noted two of Wally's
0: great focuses are business and family and asked how he gets the balance right.
1: Mate, if you ask, if you ask the family, there's, there's not much balance there. It's work first. But <laughs> our youngest daughter, she's, she's 21 years now, but you know, when she was born, we had a restaurant in the city called the Antigo's. I said, Fuck him. Like, just like everything that sort of happens in the hospitality, you know, when you're the busiest day of the week, something's got to happen, you know what I mean? You're short-staffed and everything else. And, and uh, this is a, something I learned back then. So I got the phone call, five 5.30 on a Friday afternoon, full restaurant, you know, from six onwards, short-staffed, short in the kitchen, hand calls in sick. It was a, the worst scenario. Anyway... She's, and my wife said, just go straight to the hospital, don't come home because, you know, you're not going to make it, just go straight to the hospital. So I went to the hospital, lucky enough, she delivered in 40 minutes. And I, I said to my wife, I said, I'm just going downstairs to ring the family, you know, I'll be back, I'll be back in 10 minutes. But I didn't, I, I, I went to work. And I came, to the, I came back to the hospital at 9 o'clock and I walked to the ward. And the nurse goes, oh, I wouldn't go in if I was you. Leave it for tomorrow. I said, nah, how bad can it be, you know? And I walked in there and the this and if that and <laughs> you, yeah. fucking. And totally justified and, you know. And it wasn't, you know, so I'm like, you gonna know, understand, we were busy and you now I had to go, you know. And she goes, no, there's no excuse. Fuck, like, you just, you know, we just had a baby, you know, you like, you know, I just went through labour and, you know. And from that I learnt, it was a big life lesson. It was you know, it's something that, that I regretted. And any time I, I can spend an hour or, or two or a weekend or, or can get away for a couple of weeks and go overseas, I'll do it, you know, with the family. And, and make sure that time's good quality time, you know? You know, we, we, we spend it together, we do things together. and. And it's the memories. I mean, it's the memories. They're everything, you know? It's, you know, we, my child, my, my parents, we didn't, you know, South Coast was the best holiday we had, you know, for, the, for a week, you know? That was how it was, you know I mean? But these days, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit different. And I, I, I value that time, you know? And, I, and I, as they're getting older, you know, that, that time together gets us less, less because, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and, you know, friends and this and that. But as my son, Remind me the other day, Dad, if you're paying, I'm coming.
0: It is always great to know that pillars of the community like Wally are there every day, day in, day out, interacting with hundreds of people in his cafe. A friendly welcome and smile can often be a real bright spot in someone's day. If you enjoyed hearing from Wally, why not come to our next midweeker? They are A great way to hear inspiring stories from Canberran leaders, learn a bit about Men's Link and our great work and meet old and new friends in a friendly setting. These talks can go in many directions, so please come prepared to hear absolutely anything. Midweekers are open to everyone, men, women and young people interested in discussing issues affecting young guys in our community. Men's Link Midweekers are a free event and are held on the second Wednesday of the month with the support of the Statesman Hotel Curtain. There's no need to RSVP, just turn up to the Statesman Hotel from 6pm with the guest speaker to start from 615 and you can grab a feed from the Statesman's Bistro which is excellent before or maybe after the event. And of course, Men's Link Midweekers are proudly supported by Lennox Volkswagen. A reminder that if you're a young guy who is looking for some support, you know someone who is, or you're a school, please head to menslink.org.au to find out more about how we can help. However, if you need help after hours, please get in contact with Lifeline on 13 11 14 or visit lifeline.org.au. Thanks for listening. And we hope to see you in person at a midweeker soon.